and I have trouble wrapping my, my mind around this, but how God can take something that is ordinary and mundane and turn it into something bigger. I'm just yeah. driving around in a car teaching my niece how to drive, and this turns into what becomes our home the rest of our lives? Yeah. So why would two guys leave comfortable jobs, move across the country, and start a business in an industry they don't know, a place they don't know, and could it be successful? We're Dale and Brian Carmi. Join us as we share our story and inspire you to become people of impact. Welcome to the Impact Without Limits podcast. Can you name this tune? Welcome back to the Impact Without Limits podcast. This is Dale Carmi here, sitting with Brother Brian. Love that tune. I know that tune. I know it from the radio back in the day on you know, music radio, but then I also know it from the AM Rush, radio, the Rush Limbaugh show. Rush. So uh, we're doing name that tune. A lot of people are going to say, I went back to Ohio, which is the which- name of this podcast and is a recurring line in the song, but it is not. The name of the song. The name of the song is My My City Was Gone. Yes. By the Pretenders and Chrissy Hines. Great. Is there an S, Chrissy Hind or Chrissy Hines? Hines, I think. I don't know. We'll look it up. But she is a local Ohio. Ohioan. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. But why are we talking about back to Ohio? Because in the summer of 2006, I went back to Ohio. Oh, there it is. So we're. um, it, you know, we're coming up on um, football season, late July, I think, maybe early August, but I think it was late July. And the uh, college that I graduated from and I followed um, pretty closely in terms of sports and well, football was Mount Union College. And they had football camps back there. We talked about Mount Union because that was the first. That's, what, we that's what got us. us. Yeah. Mount Union got us into the turf business. Um, by uh, putting that field in in 2002. So uh, I'm going back to Ohio. I'm taking uh, Derek to go back to this football camp with his cousin Justice, and we were seeing Ken back there. And then while I was back there, um, Ashley. Uh, Wait a minute. Know, Didn't something happen at that when you were like before the football camp? Or Yeah. There was a golf. You Did know, you go golfing? What happened? I didn't go golfing, but here's what happens. So. I was going to spend the day with Ashley, my niece, um, teaching her to drive, taking her out, driving the car, okay. doing things. Ken took the boys to the football camp. And before he went to the camp, he thought, I'll take them golfing. Of course. So they go on this little course uh, just down the road from Mount Union College. And I don't know, first, second hole, something like this. Ken hits a total shank. Worm burner comes off 90 degree angle off the club bulleting right at my son. He like jumps to get out of the way, but as he jumps and lifts his foot, the ball hits him right in the side of the the foot. You, you know, that little knob on the side of your foot that is below the ankle. He got one of ankle. his tarsals? I think he got oh a God. tarsal. Oh, man. And I, I mean, Derek, 
he's a t- I'm going to say he's a tough little kid. And he was a little kid at that time. Cause he was always a little bit smaller in height and weight than most of the other kids. When, but by the time I got to him, I think Ken called and told me, Hey, there's been like an incident or something. And I, Derek's foot was, it was broken. Um, <laughs> that bone was cracked. His foot was purple and blue and yellow and it was swollen like twice the size it should be. And we traveled the way back to Ohio for this camp. And so the question was, well, you know, what should he do? And I, I'm like, Hey, you know, it's up to you. You, you came back for this. You want to do it. You go out, do what you can do. You can't do things. Don't do it. You know, it's whatever. And he went out, he went through the camp and he did most of it. There were a couple drills he couldn't do, but he did most of everything out there. Tough little squirt. So, Ken, you will be guy. getting a bill because as we looked at this, there's a pretty good chance Derek could have gone pro had he <laughs> had the chance to go through that camp at full speed and gain some of those skills. Yeah. So, uh, might be sending you a bill on that one there, Ken. It's going to be a big one. So, while they're doing that, I'm out driving around my niece, Ashley, and she was up in Ravenna, and so Ravenna, Ohio. So, we just start driving around. I'm thinking, we're just going to drive. And we, I don't even know where I'm going. You know, we were from Ohio, but we weren't from that area. So it's a little bit new, but I'm driving down, uh, on this road and I start coming up on this town, Hartville that I was familiar with. Uh, you know, I'd heard of driven through, but had never really done much there. And as we're driving, we go by this, um, sign. I see the sign says, um, for sale by owner. And I, wait, 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 is this foreshadowing? Yes, it is. So I, I pull in, I say, let's pull into this neighborhood. We pull into the neighborhood and we look and we, we follow, you know, signs keep pointing and we're winding around a little bit. And sure enough, here sits this house with a sign out in the yard for sale by owner. And I'm like, man, let's stop and, so uh, Ash and I stopped, we get out of the car. Didn't look like anybody was home, but we walk around in the yard. We're taking pictures of us standing in the yard under the trees, house in the backyard. And this is where it kind of really hit that, hey, we could we could live in Ohio. We were talking, Brian, about, right? We've, yeah, we're making I mean, the transition to Frevalon. We're, we've sold the Albuquerque business. We're no longer tied to Albuquerque per se. But I don't know that we had really thought about Ohio. I, th- I think we thought a little bit. I got to say, as I'm thinking about this, I think I remember going online and looking at some homes in Ohio, just to see what was available. And we had North Carolina, we had Florida, we were doing some things. Um, but, uh, you know, Brian, this is coming to me as I'm saying this, but I remember I had seen a home when I was in Albuquerque, I'd seen a home in Ohio for sale. And I thought, that's kind of neat. And it struck it. Well, the home I went to, this for sale by owner, and I got there and I looked at it, it was the home that Lori and I had seen online when we were in Albuquerque. That's that's, that's crazy. Couple dots connecting. I'm just randomly driving around with my niece. I see a sign. I pull in. It happens to be a home we'd looked at. So we were maybe just faintly thinking about Ohio and looking at some homes. But like you said, we were looking at North Carolina. Yeah, I know. Florida, we, maybe maybe Tennessee was in there. I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, we, we knew, really, I mean, if we had transitioned out of the Albuquerque market, we could live anywhere. And we, we still expect, I mean, we had a team in Albuquerque. Our, our 
business was going to stay there, but we could really be anywhere and, you know, you can fly around, you can travel. And so, I mean, if you can live anywhere, where are you going to live? No income tax in Florida, <laughs> beautiful weather Art in the Mill, Carolinas Ohio. or Ohio. So I, I remember calling you. I don't know if it was from the yard or if it was later that night. I called you. I'm like, hey, you know, I saw a house here. I, I think Ohio might be, this might be moving up on the list. This might be something we really got to put on the radar as a serious consideration for moving to because our family our was family here. Was that here. was the number one draw, but all of a sudden, yeah, you got the family, but yeah, there's this kind of nice home in a nice community, nice neighborhood. It was summertime. Everything was green. We're coming from the brown desert. It was just, it was kind of neat. Yeah. I mean, foreshadowing. I, this really starts the juices flowing, right? Like now it's gone from this kind of uh, theoretical talk of, hey, we can live somewhere else to Dale's looking at houses. Yeah, it's, and we said this in an earlier episode, like once you verbalize something, once you speak it, you should talk about it, you give it life. Yeah. And that can, that's true for bad things as well as good things, right? If you start yeah. speaking the negative, you're, you're giving life to the negative. But in this case, all of a sudden this becomes, uh, we're talking about it. We are thinking about it. Now we're talking about it. We're looking at it. It starts to become very real. And that's a pretty big transition. If you think of what you just did, you went from thinking to talking to looking to, right, to, I mean, to acting, right? I mean, those things happen yep. pretty quick and, and that's the process it usually goes through. Yeah. And, and you know, as we look at that, Brian, it's, it's kind of, to me, still amazing. I have trouble wrapping my, my mind around this, but how God can take something that is ordinary and mundane and turn it into something bigger. I'm just yeah. driving around in a car, teaching my niece how to drive. And this turns into what becomes our home the rest of our lives. Yeah. I mean, not that physical home, but the area. Yeah. No, it is. And, and it totally changes for Everlon, the, the, the growth path, the, the tra trajectory, the people that were involved, uh, the lives that are impacted, everything changed because I happened to be driving around and I see a for sale sign and I go look and it just by chance happens to be a home I looked at online, not even thinking about the city or the area or anything. I, that That's pretty amazing. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's thin threads, right? I mean, you go back to the beginning of our story. It was a very thin thread. It was Mount Union putting in a turf field instead of natural grass and a new and an article, newspaper article, an online article about it that linked to people putting it in their homes and me sending, I mean, just really thin threads that lead yep. you to different paths in life. So kind of crazy. And yeah, another. This is odd, but another really thin thread to talk about. Derek and Justice, while they're at this football camp, Justice from Ravenna, Ohio, Derek from Albuquerque, New Mexico, traveling to Mount Union College, go to this football camp and meet a young man there named Jimmy Luther. Yeah, who they end up play it forward a year later, year and a half later, um, all being in school together at, at Lake. And I don't think they really knew Jimmy or knew who he was when they met him. But when they get to Lake, it's like, oh, my goodness, you were that kid that was at the the football camp. So it's just it's kind of neat. So um, upon Dale's insistence that he's found his new forever <laughs> home back in Ohio, I tell Angie, hey, put the brakes on North Carolina and Florida. Let's go take a trip to Ohio. And so we come back to Ohio just uh, actually – 
I think the three of us, I think we, we brought Ava with us. She was just a baby. So it was the yeah. like two of us and, the, and, and Ava, and we came back to Ohio and just started. I don't even think we told our family we were back because we wanted to kind of be a little uh, undercover about this. And oh, we started, you were sneaky, all right. We started looking There's at There's a story homes. there. And, and we talked to a realtor, had him go look at some homes, and we weren't really seeing anything that was clicking. And all of a sudden, again, we drive through this neighborhood, like this is a nice neighborhood, and we see a for sale by owner. Except this for sale by owner was motivated. And they were like, <laughs> hey, if, if we can like make this happen, we're going to put it and list it with a realtor, but we thought we'd put it up for a weekend for sale by owner. If you guys want to make an offer, if not, it's going to go to the realtor and the price is going to go up. And so I'm like, well, shoot, Dale, is this real? Like, I know this is probably two months after you were back here. It was. And we were talking about it. And the next thing I know, we bought a house. <laughs> so, so I'm like looking and thinking, and yeah, this might be neat. And Brian flies back to Ohio and buys a house. I'm a man of action. It's like, wow. I'm a doer. I guess we are committed. <laughs> we but, just watched but, a leadership lesson about being a doer, doer not a thinker. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm a doer. Okay, here I am, I guess I'm <laughs> thrown into that thinker group. No, you were. You not went, many people have accused me of being a thinker. <laughs> you went from thinker to looker, or to talker, to looker. I just jumped you, leapfrogged you into the doer. Oh, yeah. You so went, you went up to me. You're a one upper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fun stuff. Um, and, but, and I just I'll shout out to Hartville, Ohio. Love that it community, here. Lake yep. Township. It is just a beautiful place. Uh, great people. Everything about it was good and intriguing and inviting. And school district was great. Uh, you know, the community, all of that. And we moved here and we weren't disappointed. No. Other than winter. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That, Forgot about the winter thing. And I five years. I enjoy the snow up through like New Year's. Five years in, in Albuquerque can give you thin skin. Yes. Uh, before we went to, to New Mexico, I didn't wear a coat in wintertime when I was in Ohio. I'd walk out to the car, drive somewhere, get out, go into a building, whatever. I'd have no coat. Now, I got to put a coat on when I'm inside just looking out the window. It gets so cold. And I will tell you, skin thins out much faster than it thickens, thickens back up. Because it's, yeah. you know, whatever it's been, 16 years or whatever, and it's still cold out there. But anyway... That was uh, it was a big moment, a big transition in the thin threads that got us. It's just kind of interesting to follow that that path. And you know, about that time, there's kind of a, a fun story. I don't know that it ties specifically back into us in this part, but there well, it's, is it's, the, kind, it's kind of a it's part of our family, right? Yeah. I mean, we talk about all of our business stories, but life's still happening outside of business. We right, we still still have events. So what we have is the Las Vegas football extravaganza. Oh so go ahead, Nick. I don't know how, how you, how did I, this I don't happen? Know how, yeah. I, let me see how we can do this. We might have a special episode where I just, we talk about the, the football team, the three years of coaching football, <laughs> Derek. I love this. This could be a movie guys. We've got so many movies and We've TV got, shows yeah, going on here. It's good. crazy. So I'll try and do this quick. When we moved out, to New Mexico and Derek was, uh, in going into sixth grade. I, it wasn't when he moved, but when he was going into the sixth grade, right. um, we could sign up for youth football and I was busy. I was doing things and Lori's like, you got to sign up for football. You got to do this. Yeah, I'll get that. And I forgot. And by the time I finally took Derek down to sign up for youth football, they said, well, the teams are full. And I said, Oh, you're kidding me. 
and I'm thinking, I'm going to go home and get, <laughs> I'm going to get maybe a little lashing here. Well-deserved. And I said, man, is there anything? They said, well, we've got, you know, probably about 15, 16 kids that didn't make sign up. He said, why don't you coach? I said, I can't, I can't do it. I mean, I love coaching. I've coached before, but I'm starting a new business. I can't do it. They said, that's okay. They said, you get an assistant coach and they can help out when you're busy. I said, you don't understand. I'm traveling. We're starting to set up dealers. We're doing this. And uh, this went back and forth and they just kept telling me, uh, just, you just need to sign up and coach. So I did. I ended up becoming the coach. Derek was on my team and we got all the kids that were too late to sign ups or that other teams didn't want. And we were essentially a team of misfits. So the first year we were really bad. And then towards the end of the year, we started to win. The second year we were pretty good. And by the third year we became a force to be reckoned with. We were the Northeast Heights Trojans. And this is at the end of that third year. We had gone seven and one. I think our record was we made the playoffs. We won our first playoff game. We were in the semifinals playing a team that hadn't lost in Yaffle football in, I think it was five years. And we took them to the wire. We lost by four points and we missed like all four of our extra points. Mm. And so not that, that he's was, the he's not, no, blaming Aaron, the Aaron, please do not take this personally. That was not a shot at you. Um, and that was the end of the season. And then my assistant coach, coach Rick somehow finds out, Hey, there's a football tournament out in Las Vegas. He said, why don't we get the kids that want to stay together and let's go out and play this tournament in Las Vegas. I said, that would be great. And the season's done. I said, you know, it'd be really cool would be if, Derek's cousin Justice could come out and practice with us and go out and play in the game. And so I called Ken and talked to him. Ken's like, that'd be awesome. So Derek, uh, I mean, Justice and Ken came out to New Mexico. We practiced for the game. We're getting ready for the tournament. We go out to Las Vegas for a tournament. There's a whole backstory here because um, Yaffle tried to stop us from going. We got an attorney involved. This is youth football with attorneys, folks. Foreshadowing. Um, we end up making our trip to Las Vegas to play this game. Now, at this point, Brian's already bought a house. We found a house we like. We're trying to make a deal. So we're realizing time in Albuquerque is is coming to an end. Yeah. And my team doesn't know it. My coaches don't know it. None of that. Um, we get out for this tournament, and we're, we're warming up. And the first game we have, it's just a team. They were from San Diego. I didn't know anything about them. It's a team from San Diego. So I tell Ken and Brian, I'm like, hey, go scout this team. Go go down and watch them. Find them where they're warming up because we had fields assigned where you could go practice. I said, come back and tell me, tell me what they're like. If any of you have read the Old <laughs> Testament book of Joshua, there's a story about the spies that are sent out. And two of them come back talking about the fruit and how good it is. And 10 of them come back talking about the giants in the land. Ken and I were, were part of that 10. We, we saw these guys and we were like, Oh my goodness. This looks like one of the better high school teams we've seen. These guys are giants. This They're fast. team was stacked. We, we came back. They, this was eighth grade. Uh, I mean, give you an example. Derek was probably five foot and 92 pounds or 87 pounds. They're, these guys were six foot 200. This they team was big, loaded with guys men. that were from five foot eight to six foot. They, they were, were weighing fast. 150 to 200 pounds. They ran like stinking gazelles. And 
you know, when Ken and Brian were telling me the scouting report, I'm like, it can't be that bad. And I walked down and I saw these guys. There's this quarterback and, and he's got a line or two quarterbacks. And then they have a line of receivers, like five or six receivers. And these receivers are like gliding down the field on this go route. And the quarterback's dropping dimes at 40 and 45 <laughs> yards down the field. My jaw hit the ground. I'm like, oh my goodness. What have we gotten ourselves into? The Trojans maybe ran a quick slant or, or uh, you know. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, they're just no comparison. I, I mean, mean, if we threw a go route, it's like maybe you get, uh, with nobody covering you, you might get 50% completion. <laughs> These guys are completing every pass. So, but we were scrappy and we were tough. And so I had to go back and try and get the team pumped up for this game and, you know, convince them that we had a shot because our team saw this this team and <laughs> everybody's a little bit terrified. But we go out there, um, we win the toss, we take the kick. It was like the first or second play of the game. James, who is our big back, man, he goes off right tackle and he breaks this thing 80 yards for the touchdown. It was unbelievable. He outran their team. You had five or six guys on the other side chasing him. They couldn't catch him. We're up 6 nothing, And, I mean, the place was like on one hand going crazy, on the other hand silent because nobody could believe this happened. And you get to the end of the first half. I'll be quick on this, but we were down 14 to six. So we're in it and we are inside the five yard line. I think we're down to the two halves running out. All we got to do is get in the end zone. It's tied in the half. And we ran a play. I called the wrong play and we, we came up short and we didn't score at the halftime. And then we came out the second half and it got away from, from us a little bit. I think we ended up losing like 24, 14 or 30, 14, which was an incredible performance yeah. by us. And, uh, you know, great event, uh, even though we lost. And then we played a team from Phoenix. And this team was talented, not like the San Diego team, but this team had a lot of players, a lot of, they, they had, I think, probably had as many coaches as we had players. And, you know, they're out there and, and they ran what I call circus ball. Everything they did was some type of trick play, but we beat the team from Phoenix. So we went one on one in the tournament. And at the end, we're celebrating, everybody's cheering. You know, that, that we won and this is great. And I've got them all gathered together. And I said, Hey, I have an announcement to make. And then I tell the kids we're moving to Ohio. And it was, <laughs> it's kind of a really sad moment. And I kind of felt wah, like wah. I threw a wet blanket <laughs> over this exciting moment. But, you know, I needed everybody to know because we were announcing it to our family. And this was over Thanksgiving. I think we'd announced yeah, it, it to our family like the day before because yep. this was the day after Thanksgiving. On the flip side of that, we'd also, Got to take Ken out to breakfast. I think we were at a Denny's, and we told Ken. We got to tell Ken, Ken about, and Justice. Actually, I think we gave him a letter, too, or, or something, and had him read it had there. Read but, it. Um, that we were moving He's back like, to come Ohio. on. And, are you spoofing me? Come on. Is this real? It was exciting. That was a lot of fun. And, I mean, what a what a neat opportunity for us to be able to, to come back and to do it on our own terms. It wasn't that we had gone out to Albuquerque and failed and had to come back to Ohio. It was that we had gone out and got to a point where we could live where we wanted. And we chose to come back and be with our family in Ohio. Yeah. And I want to give a shout out to all you Northeast Heights Trojans. If any of you are out there happen to be listening to this, you know, Coach Rick, Coach Kevin, uh, the whole team, I'm not going to start calling out names because I won't be able to name them all. But James, Larry, Jason, I'll name a couple. <laughs> and, uh, you know, what what a great experience that was for us. And it was, you guys hear us talking about we're working all the time. You're thinking, how can you coach when you're working all the time? Trust me, it wasn't easy. And sometimes I would go coach a practice and then leave practice and go back to a job site 
or sometimes um, I'd have to have other coaches coach practice and do things. Matter of fact, after that semifinal championship game, I didn't even get to, to hang out with a team because I had to go catch a plane to go down to Dalton, Georgia. So that the little bit of time I carved out for family that was spent at football and Lori and the kids would come down and watch me coach and Derek practice. So it became a family event. Yeah. And you know, as, as we kind of wrap this up, we, you know, a lot of our episodes are, are, well, it's geared around our story, but around business and leadership principles and things that we pull out. But you know, sometimes it's, a, it's about family and, and we want to, we talk about our, our culture at Foreverland defined by our Foreverland F's and it's faith family, friends, freedom, fun, grit. But family is just a big part of who we are and what we do. And, and for us, weaving family into our, our business has been you know, a way that, that we can kind of work on both. Family is um, often uh, very much associated with business for us. And that's been something that's worked out well. Yeah. And I, I, I think when you're open to where God is leading, you'll find he paves the way. And if you're walking on a road that really doesn't feel paved and feels rocky and tumultuous and all that. Maybe you're not walking on God's road right there. Maybe you pause and make sure you're on the right path. Not that you don't have problems. Uh, yeah, right? obviously, because a lot of our road would have been rocky to get up to this point. But again, I, I think when you follow, you're, when you're guided by principles, when you're guided by faith, and when you're following what is you believe is the right thing to be doing, then things will end up working out. So... Hopefully you guys found some uh, enjoyment from, I, I'm still amazed at Dale's ability to remember details. I watched, you know, Ohio State Buckeyes last week. I probably couldn't name three plays that happened and that was last week. Oh and my goodness. Dale I got could, them all. <laughs> Dale could walk through the game from uh, 2006. But uh, anyway, hope you enjoyed it. Hope you uh, have a great week and we will see you again next week. Yeah, guys, ha- have a great week and, and remember to go out there and be people of impact. God bless. This is the Threads Army reminding you that faith looks up, hope looks ahead, and love looks all around to see whom it can help. Good day.